Yeah. It's that money boy. Yeah. Project them into a possible wild card position. It would bring them seven and five had they won. But a late interception by the Giants will preserve a giant victory. An upset win as the Giants lead 17 to 12. We're inside 30 seconds. The Eagles have no timeouts. Wait a minute. Here's a free fly. I don't believe it. The Eagles pick it up and Herman Edwards runs it in for a touchdown. All right. So you're the toughest, smartest person in any particular room. You can just ask Herschel Walker. You are in the wrong room so chad's gonna start tonight uh scott might join us later but of course if you listen to it i'm sure you did it's a companion to this uh he was great on the hawthorne effect we got a lot of business done uh what are your first thoughts chad man awesome week last week we uh we're in stride right now um you know we've been we got a lot of knowledge we've been watching these teams all year um, you know, start starting to kind of get a feel for what everyone's thinking. And I, you know, I think um, you know, I the process just is is proven, the method works, and yeah. I'm ready to start getting into these games and breaking them down and um create creating a winning card. Like we always do, we're fortunate, lucky, and good to be able to do so. So, right. Uh Thursday night, Monday night. You got the Rams who looked better last week. They need a win. They need to sell tickets for the rest of the season. They're paying a mediocre Raiders team. Uh, the Rams, since they, a lot of injuries, a lot of depletion, and a lot of cost saving, because the owner has to pay $800 million to the other owners for being a fraud. So with all that being said, um, I like the Rams in the situation. Thursday night football, Amazon. Uh, man, my fire stick, man. I hate fire sticks. Always have troubles with them. But got to fire them up for Thursday night football. Under 44. Uh, short week. Raiders depleted because, you know, the fraud that was committed by Al Davis's buddies up there in the front office. And they don't have any cash flow. They can't. Fired. They were going to fire uh, McFraud, right, who was fined by the NFL for stealing film under the teams. They were going to fire him right away, but they couldn't because the cash flow. They don't have enough cash to fire him. That means they don't have depth for this game against the Rams. Rams might play Baker Mayfield. Uh, probably not. But they got enough juice from what I've seen to cover the seven points. Actually, going to buy, get it to eight points because uh, you can't trust these people. And under 44, for all those reasons, they have to protect the defense like good old John Gruden taught him, one of his mentors, along with Andy Reid. Uh, what are your thoughts, Chad? Um, yeah, man, I'm with you. I like, I like that. You know, I think seven points here for the Rams at home is a lot. I think this is going to be a barn burner type low scoring game. Um, very close, close scoring. You know, I think if Baker Mayfield starts or regardless what they do here, they're going to be really monotonous, run the ball, um, you know, play, play defense and, and really try to, to lean on the defense and just keep themselves in a close game here. So yeah, I mean, I like the dog, you know, getting seven points and under the 44, I think it'll be just kind of a, a low scoring type type affair. 
Right. Again, the corporate philosophy, right? Corporate governance. This is the way these guys think. Uh, they got to get to five more weeks of the season. Uh, so they have to protect their defenses, uh, keep the clock running, uh, run the football. Uh, they call it complementary football, but it's really protecting the defense, protecting their legs uh, to try to get a, a late fourth quarter win. Next game we're going to tackle are the Cleveland Clowns, plus six. The total is 47, going to Cincinnati. And, man, you want to talk about a very organized coach, Zach Taylor. Uh, again, another Andy Reid disciple. Uh, he has a shitty-ass defense, but he knows how to protect his shitty-ass defense. He knows uh, uh, how to be organized, how to get the most out of his players, and he has a primo winner in Joe Burrow, a guy you worked out with. So I like them. I'm not going to make it more complicated than what it is. It's going to be a tough division game. Bengals are going to cover the six. It's going to be under 47. Because the analytics teams are horrible. You know, 70% betting against analytics teams. Uh, and the only analytics thing they can get around it, because analytics isn't working for football, the way they get around it by having Bill Callahan be their offensive line coach and pound the football. And they want to keep Chase and Burrow on the sidelines and protect uh, their pass rushers, right, coming off the edge. So I like it minus six. I like the, the Bengals minus six. Uh, the, the analytics is going to get to the Browns. They're going to make uh, some sort of mistake. And I think it's a little inflated. Uh, Deshaun Watson in this game, he hasn't played in a year. It showed last week. Uh, the only reason they beat Houston was because what we, what we talked about on the podcast yesterday, Cal Allen. Cal Allen's not going to be there. It's going to be Davis Mills, but that's a later game. Uh, but that's the only reason. Last week, they did nothing. So I look for them to do nothing against the Bengals as well. That zone, that means he's going to throw a couple picks because he's rusty. What do you think, Chad? Um, yeah, I'm with you, man. I like the Bengals minus the six here. Uh, win, a, win a division game. You know, they're the better team. Um, and, and uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring low game as well. I think the, the Browns are going to try to run the ball. Um, the Deshaun Watson, you know, being has second game back, looked a little rusty. Um, I think that favors the Bengals minus six and the under as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think that uh, Bengals will, will pull out a touchdown win here um, in, a, in a lower scoring game. Big 10. All right. So first game, Thursday night, Rams plus eight, under 44. Bengals minus six, under 47 points. Because of strategy, right? You anticipate the strategy of these coaches that we've seen for many, many years. We even know they're mentors. Uh, too much of a good thing, right? Anybody can have too much of a good thing. You can have too much money. You can have too much food. You can have too much sex. Anything in excess uh, is bad for you, right? And this is an excessive line here. Uh, it's already at a key number of 17. I'm expecting it to be 21. So this one we could do on the live stream podcast. Uh, but right now, I like the Texans, whatever it balloons to, in under 46 points. Uh, again, last week was an outlier. Really, that game was closer to the third quarter. But again, the Colts, they had guys on the defensive line that I've talked to Chad about, on the defensive line playing 100% of the snaps, 50% of the special team snap. 
Talking the about the Texans? Quarter. Huh? Talking about the Texans right now? Yeah, well, the Texans the same thing. I'll, I'll look up the Texans real quick. Uh, but You're talking about the Colts? I'm talking about the Colts, who the Cowboys played last week. That's why they covered that big spread. Mm. Uh, the Texans, Lily Smith is about to get fired. This might be his last game as an NFL head coach. Uh, he's going to have his boys ready to play, the guys who are going to get cut when he gets fired. All those guys are going to be ready to play. And, again, protecting the shitty-ass defense. Davis Mills is coming back in. Uh, and the reason he's out was because he's supposed to play it safe, but he was committing turnovers, right? So that's a bad combination because you get nothing. Uh, so he's going to be on guard not to commit turnovers. Plus 21 maybe at game time, and I'm going to see it under because of the philosophy. Pep Hamilton is going to want to – uh, again, keep the ball in the middle of the field, run the ball, tell the running backs to stay in bounds. A guy Josh, like what, Burkhead, what, what game are you talking about right now? So it's going to be the tech. You looking at the spreadsheet? Yeah, the Texans Cowboys. Yeah, Texans Cowboys. Okay, okay. I just was confused because you're talking about the Colts. Yeah, because the Cowboys played the Colts last week. Yeah, similar team, and the mm-hmm. line was like dude, the 11 Cowboys or 12. Covered because they scored 33 points in the fourth quarter, right? So because they scored 33 points in, in, the, in the third quarter, now this line's ballooned up to 17 points. Yeah, it's too many points, man. Texans plus 17. Exactly. Exactly. That's where I'm at. Yeah. So hopefully I'll get up to 21 at the Line Change live stream podcast. You know, I'm thinking under the 46 points because – the Texans have to keep everything in front of them, play really good defense, and keep the clock running. Does that make sense, Chad? Yeah. Um, yeah, that number goes up a little more. I think 45 and a half is, is uh, get it. You want to get it north of 45 for this under for sure. Right. Um, 45 is the key number. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the only – I mean, the Texans have to play that style. It's just sometimes they suck so bad they can't play that style, and it's a blowout. Right, and what happened to the Colts? It feels so depleted. Guys guys are just not going to run anymore because they've been running all day. All day playing defense and all day special teams in a professional game. I don't, you're not supposed to be – professionals are supposed to have – college teams are supposed to have enough players. The higher-level division one, much less pro teams are supposed to have enough players. That they shouldn't be able to have to do that. Uh, and plus, it's in state rivals. Their families are in town between Houston and Dallas. That gives the Texans a little bit more edge not to get blown out. We don't think the Texans are going to win. They're just not going to get completely blown out. <laughs> not even blown out. Yes, they are going to get blown out. They're not going to get completely blown out like the Colts did in the fourth quarter last year, last week. Uh, another Family-owned team. So what I'm noticing now, you know, as an MBA, securities license, constant worth $50 million, is that these owners took out loans on the team. Some loans were, you know, or organized and took one loan, right? One $5 billion loan on the team. Some teams have taken out series of loans. And it seems like the Titans, based on published reports, have taken out a series of loans, and now with the Fed, Federal Reserve raising interest rates, their loans are expensive. That's why they get rid of A.J. Brown. 
And that's why they get rid of their successful general manager. They are a team in turmoil. And here comes the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, coming into town, uh, they need to sell season tickets. Uh, it's a division game. Brable, man, these are going to be important playoffs for, for Brable because Brable is a graduate of Ohio State University. If Ryan Day gets blown out by Georgia, right, it's going to be two blowouts in a row for Ryan Day. Brable uh, is going to try to get that job. Right, because he's making $2.5 million with the Titans, and he can make 12, 13. If Harbaugh's making $12 million, Brable wants to match Harbaugh to make $12 million at Ohio State. <laughs> so who knows where his mind is here? Needless to say, I like the Jaguars uh, plus the four points, and I think 41 might be too low in this game because uh, it's a division game later in the season, and both teams are cheapo teams with the defense wearing out. You can see somebody break a long run, like Derrick Henry, uh, to get this game over. But I see it as a close game. So give me the Jags plus the four under 41. What do you think, Chad? Um. Shoot, man, this number is just so low. Right. Um, the Jaguars go under, right? It's really hard to go under. Uh, um, Peter said that, you know, he can figure something out. It's a division game, so he's been studying them all summer. Yeah, and Tennessee only put up 10 last week. I feel like they're going to, you know, have a little bit of a return to the mean and, you know, score a little bit. Right. Um, Another thing to look at, uh, published reports that, a former NFL coach is behind the scenes helping him on offense. Who is that yeah, coach, Chad? I, 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 in this game, Josh, I like Tennessee minus four, and I like over 41. Okay. I think this is going to be like a, you know, a, a 24 to 17, 24 to, to 20, 28, 20. I think Tennessee will score. I think this one's going to squeak over from something late. Right. Um, it's just such a low, you know, it's, it's, it's such a low total. It's a division game. You got, you know, two teams that struggled offensively last week. Defenses didn't look, both defenses did not look good last week. Um, I just think there'll be a, the both, you know, offenses, offenses should be able to find enough. And I think Tennessee, I mean, this game is just really, really, you know, Jacksonville is pretty much out of the playoff hunt right now at four and eight Tennessee's right there in the thick of things. They need this game at home. Um, you know, definitely like probably gonna go go Tennessee money line as well here as the four just to cover myself. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, Tennessee minus four, Tennessee money line, and over forty one. That's what that's what I'm thinking. All right. So since your pick is different, let's see. I'll add it to the spreadsheet. So you're picking the Titans. Mm hmm. Minus four over the 41. Yep. All right. So Scott will break the tie between the Titans and the Jaguars. 
and I, one of the reasons I like the Jaguars in this situation is just the shock of losing the general manager because they're going to go, who's next? If AJ Brown is leaving, if uh, the general manager is leaving with a winning record and we're number one in the division, everybody's going to be gone pretty soon. So it just creates an instability. So we'll have Scott break the tie. I'll publish it on the website. And I will publish it on Twitter. And Josh, you're saying that the uh, the Titans general manager got fired? Yeah. They're in okay. first place. He got all the players there. Uh, Brabel uh, is pissed. And he, he Brabel's very introverted, right? So for him to be going public uh, and outing the owner, uh her name is Adams. Uh, Struck is her uh, married name. Let me see. Owner of the Titans was her name. So all that turmoil, I think, kind of shakes them a little bit, creates some instability. None of the coaches know where they're going to be next year. None of the players know where they're going to be next year. Uh, so... That's why I like um, Jacksonville to still probably lose, but they're going to make it a little bit interesting, right? Because of the distractions they've had uh, during the week. So her name is Amy Adam Struck. And she said some corporate stuff this week, but actions speak louder than words. And this is a pattern with this family for the last 20 years. Since they moved from a big city, Houston, to Nashville, because they got bribed by the city council and the mayor there. Remember, bribes are legal in a lot of states in the South as long as everybody is informed of the bribe. So we'll have uh, Scott break the tie and then we'll have it on the uh, live stream Sunday too, uh, to break the tie and then we'll have the consensus pick. All right, next game, Ravens plus three at the Steelers. Almost like a college game, like a traditional game. Uh, I think the Ravens have been loading up for this game for a while. Uh, Harbaugh, in a game where they have a grudge against another coach, both Super Bowl winning coaches. So this is a by the point, just to cover my ass, plus four. So the Ravens plus four under 37. This is going to be a 14 10. Game. Always is. Even when Roethlisberger was there and they both had high-scoring offenses with Flacco, this was a 14-10 game. Both coaches are okay. Who can coach fundamentals better? Who can coach special teams better? You're Super Bowl winning coach. I'm a Super Bowl winning coach. Who can motivate these guys to smash into each other, run a wall, into a wall for me? Who can do it? Who's best at it? They're always like that. So give me the Ravens plus four under 37. What do you say, Chad? Um, see, so right now in Bovada, we this line's at two and a half, is what I'm seeing. Um, yeah. So yeah, I like. Um, so let me. I'll, I'll get it at three. Get uh, it I'm gonna go the other way here with on the. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh on that money line. Okay. Under the 37, though, I'm with you. Low scoring game. I think Pittsburgh's hit a corner. I've cashed them the last two weeks. Yes, sir, you um, have. I cashed them against the Colts on the money line with a nice one, and I got them last week against Atlanta. Um, two weeks in a row, 
Um, you know, and I, I just I think they've turned a corner from what I've seen offensively. Right. The defense is looking a lot better. Tomlin's really turned that team. They're very, very – I mean, if you look at most improved, they're probably the most improved team right now from the first four games to <laughs> what they are right now. Um, Pickett's kind of starting to get in a little groove. So I like them at home here to win this game and stay under the 37. It's funny because uh, the Atlanta game, right? Atlanta's at four wins. The season total I had Atlanta over four. Uh, Atlanta, you can hear the Hawthorne effect because we talked about it. We talked about Chad being right on Thanksgiving, but the Steelers, and we liked your whys. We went through your whys on the podcast yesterday. Really good podcast yesterday. I'm kind of proud of it. Uh, and the Falcons ran the wishbone last week, just needed one play for Mariota, and they beat the Steelers. Right? One play for you know, Mariota, they beat Washington. I think the Ravens are going to get that one play from either Huntley from University of Utah. Just beat USC twice. He should have beat USC when he was at Utah. They're going to get that one play from him to beat the Steelers. But, so that's the second game. So two in a row, we're going to have Scott break the tie. And really the winners are all the losers, the, the listeners from all around the world. Who get the consensus pick? They get to pick the consensus pick. Yeah, the, the unanimous picks in the early games were eight and one last week. Damn. Yeah, that's, all right. That's over 80%. So that lights out. That is a great stat, Chad. Yeah, no, and I had an eight leg parlay on it. So, <laughs> yeah, we don't recommend parlays, but. You gotta yeah, have fun. So five bucks here. Five just bucks. for fun, six six dollars, just to see how good our uh, unanimous picks could be. <laughs> yes, you gotta love that money, man. That's enough to buy lunch, right? Oh, easily. Uh, all right. Yeah, next game is your Lions. Again, we were talking about Adrian Rob. This Rob, is an interesting one agent for MLS, number one agent for Formula One. You got the Vikings plus three, and the total's 52. What do you think, Chad? Man, this game is interesting seeing the Detroit favorite in this game. Um, right. I don't know why, really, but uh, maybe because uh, we're like 90% of Detroit Lions games and people are betting him on the podcast. And they see all this money coming in for Detroit. They're like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> uh, we got to cover our ass here. I mean, man, I I really see Minnesota winning this game. Um, you know, Detroit's won like, what, three in a row now? I mean, yeah. or oh, no, only one. Um, oh no, two. They've won two. Yeah, they've won three, three in a three row. Other, four of their last five, they've won. Um, I, I really think the Vikings come in here and get this one, get this one done. And um, man, I, I, I think this one has the makings of a shootout in it. What do you think, Josh? I'm going the other way. I like. Uh... I don't like I don't like the points, but since they played once in the season, uh, revenge game theory. I mean, the Vikings do have an advantage because of Hawkinson and the backup quarterback during the preseason that uh, 
the Detroit foolishly uh, tried to wave and bring back, but uh, wisely the Vikings picked them up. So they know that offense very well. And uh, since we only have a few games left, we'll do a quick film study. What what, uh, what are you going on the total there? You're going Detroit money line, Josh? Well, I'll I'll yeah, I'm going Detroit money line. I'll show you why I'm going the under. Under man, under man. Yeah. Man. Can you see the screen? Yeah. All right. So, 5-2. You're going to see what uh, the Jets did with a good 5-2, right? This is a Kevin O'Connell show. You can go online, watch the Kevin O'Connell show. Uh, bam, right? So, this is what they're going to do here. They are going to attack Detroit with a running game to try to control the game. And they like what's going on with the right-hand side of offensive line you see him there boom number two is gone right uh he during this session i'm old so you look at details right when you're looking at coaches shows you gotta look at details and he was almost the whole time trying to defend kirk cousins so if kirk cousins was really that good you would not have to defend him (laughs) Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here. Don't worry, yeah. So that was telling, right? Man, so, I just I have recency bias because you guys, you know, you were on the under last week in the Lions game and it went over. Yeah, but one point. It, it was a random play at the end of the game. I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Um all right, so yeah, controlling controlling it. It is a game it is a, with the running game. It is a division game, um, so I, I I am actually I'm convinced I'm under fifty two with Josh, but I'm sticking on with my Vikings money line. Plus yeah, gonna, money. yeah. And he was talking about Thielen's uh, celebrating, <laughs> right? Because this is what he was talking about. Uh, look at Thielen, right? Thielen actually is not as big as Brock Bowers is for Georgia. Look at Thielen as a receiver, which you've done on a block. Look at him, celebrated. Uh, it's not supposed to do that, right? <laughs> Keep running. This is what I told you in college, right, Chad? Yep. He's, he's not running. He's just sitting there. <laughs> but he's a veteran in the league. He can do that. All right. So here are your Vikings. This is a, the film, Coach O'Connell. Picked out. All right. Yeah, there's coach. Look, this dude is so organized, right? That's why they're with cheapo team, limited talent. They're 10 and 2 right now because this man is very, very organized from Chad's hometown of San Diego, California. Go to Kevin County, San Diego State, right? So here's uh, Cousins, right? So What's telling about Cousins is, even though he's a veteran receiver, he's not allowed to freelance. He's doing exactly what Kevin O'Connell tells him, right? 
He's, I think Chance does is better than most college QBs or all college QBs. Almost as good as Kirk Cousins because this is design. Kirk Cousins is not reading anything. They're telling, hey, Kirk, read, you know, look off the safety and then hit my man over here. And he, he messed up, right? Because you're not supposed to pat the ball, dumbass. How many years you've been in the league and your boy's patting the ball? There we go. Watch him pat. Let's see him pat the ball here. Yep. That's it. There we go. Bam, bam. He passed the ball. He hesitates. Chance does better than that. But boom, he's got a big enough arm to get, get away with it. And then O'Connell didn't like the dance. He's like, what the hell's going on, man? Look, we're going to get a 15-year penalty. Again, we're going to look at it, right? So this is the second time. This is the first time they were in the same defense, right? Four. One, two, three, four, five. Right, the five two. These are safeties. Uh, one safety high, right? One safety high shell, right? Shen. And boom. Uh, he's not letting dumbass cousins, which uh, Scott would like. He's like, oh, he freezes every game. Yeah, he can't let this guy reach stuff on his own. But he has a lot of talent, right? I mean, O'Connell seeing why he keeps them throws that not everybody uh, can make. Boom, he fake looks off the safety. Boom, he goes to, to the right. All right, and then more Vikings. Fake looking off the safety. There's a single high middle of the field. We'll send some dummy out there, right? Dummy routes. And then we have our guy gun it over there, touchdown. Right. Now we're going to look at their defense. So you, instead of Mike White, it's going to be golf. More experienced. They put Mike White in a tough position, right? They should have done these plays earlier, not late in the game. So I'm going to stop it here because this is going to where Detroit is going to exploit this, right? Okay. We'll stop it there. So, chat. Detroit's going to exploit this right here. This is what's going to keep it under. So we're looking at strategy for sports betting purposes. So this is going to be golf. This is going to be in the middle of the field. And as a veteran quarterback, he'll be able to exploit it. The poor Mike White couldn't. They keep six field goals. Don't feel bad about this game either. Like we put in the front of the Hawthorne fake, uh, Dennis Green. They had him and they let it slip away. So instead of, you know, Mike White making his fifth start ever, had him beat. They should have tried these plays earlier in the game when he had a chance. This obvious passing situation. Uh, see right here? He missed him. Right? Right here, he has his, he has his first down, keep the game alive. Uh, Goff is going to hit those throws. All right. 
but that's your film study. So as a result of that, I'm going Lions. Money line under 52. You're going with the Vikings. Yeah, under 52, Vikings money line, plus 120. All right, so that's the third game. We're going to have Chad break the tie in the consensus pick. So the Vikings, you want a money line or plus the no, three? I'm going to go money line. Money line. Learning to Vikings to sweep the Lions. Yes, sir. And hurt their pride. And we'll have, we'll have Scott break the tie. All right. Fun stuff, man. Good stuff. Means it's going to be a crazy game. Whenever we have consensus picks, usually it's crazy. All right. So the aforementioned Jets against the Bills. Double digit lines in the division historically are 70%. This year they're five and one. I'm four and two with them. Uh, the Jets are playing well, playing inspired football. The Bills just want to get through things. Um, it's going to be a tight division game. Uh, so I like the New York Jets plus the 10. If I can get it 11 in game time, I'll do that. So I'll put a note here. For that game, we're going to look at the, the live stream. And make a determination. Hopefully it's over 11. What do you think about that game? The Jets plus 10 at the Bills. The total is 44. I like the total to be under 44 because of the way the Jets are playing. The style yeah, of the game. I like the double-digit dog in the division to here. And I think it's going to be a totally low-style, uh, low-scoring game, uh, cold-weather game. I, I think it's going to be under the 44 as well. And I like the Jets with 10 points. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. The Jets plus 10. Under 52. Under, wait a second. Under 44. All right. Another game that could get to double digits is the Giants. Well, again, they've been playing well, right? So good coaching with bad talent. They're next to Chicago is the lowest uh, team with the highest margin uh, as far as payroll, as far as being under salary cap. Uh, the Chicago's illegally under the salary, salary cap. The Giants are as low under the salary cap as you can get. Uh, but D-Ball playing that Alabama offense, plus one. The quarterback that doesn't really fit it, but it's working. Uh, they're just waiting for other teams to make mistakes, um, playing very, very conservatively on offense and defense. That single high safety look we just saw. Uh, the Giants are going to play that all day against the Eagles. Jalen uh, Hurts is going to run it all day. I think he's given up on, on making plays from the pocket. Now, McConnell says there's something very interesting. He said, you need a quarterback who can make plays from the pocket. I think Daniel Jones maybe can make plays from the pocket. He's done it before. He hasn't done it consistently. Jalen Hurts has never done it. I haven't seen him really make uh, a really ha have a good, really good pocket presence. Chance Chad's brother has better pocket presence than Jalen Hurts right now. Jalen Hurts, all he does is if uh, if Devontae Smith or Adrian Brown are wide open, yes, he can hit him, but actually go through progressions, read a defense, beat a blitz, throw it to where the blitz is coming. I haven't seen that from uh, 
Justin Fields. And the division game is going to hurt him. So I like your Giants plus the eight under 46 points. Going to buy points either way. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I'm with you. I think this will be a uh, low-scoring affair for sure. You know, the Giants are fighting for the playoffs, fighting for the division, Get giving me a touchdown with them at home. Um, and, yeah, I think this is going to be, you know, a little bit of a lower-scoring game. You know, it's going to be a hard-fought uh, hard fought division game. Um, both teams have been, been running the ball and, and playing, you know, playing on the defense. So, yeah, I think the number over that key number of 45, get it north of 45, and uh, I'm with you. I like the Giants plus seven and a half under the 45 and a half. Yeah, and you got to remember, too, that uh, the average score of an NFL game is 45 points. All right. So, Giants plus eight, under 46. A lot of unders this week. Right, right. And organically, remember, uh, Vegas likes people to go in there and pick overs and favorites. So we're looking at the game, making determination. Uh, we are 62%, 59%. Consistently, you can live in Vegas, so we're at 62% above that. That's 62%. We're above that. 52.5% is break even. And the best professionals consistently have 70%. So that's what we want to finish the year at. That's why we say we want to finish the year at 70% or above to be where the top handicapped the top sports bettors are. The ones that you do not hear from or get any information from. They live on a big house, big house on a hill. They're sending runners out. They're in special betting markets that we're not even allowed in. We want to be at that level, right? So we're right there on the cusp of it, but we have our process. We collaborate to get there, uh, and we're doing a great job of collaboration. Chad brings down, gives, puts on five reasons why we take his reasons. We bet on games. We make money. We give Chad information. Scott comes up with a thought. We all together kind of mind melt to get up to that 70% threshold. All right. Broncos, double-digit dogs in the division. Double-digit dogs in the division cover 70% of the time. And the Broncos are playing the Chiefs at home, at mile high. Every single Bronco game has gone under. Uh, I see this being... No, they're, ten, they're Actually, they're 10-1 and one to the under. 10-1 and one to the under. Jeez. It's over 90%. Uh, they got lights-out defense. Big challenge this week against the Chiefs. Uh, Andy Reid, what is he known for? Sitting on the ball. He doesn't have to score many points in this game to be able to sit on the ball. I think he scored 17 points in this game, and he can sit on the ball. It might be 17 to nothing, right? He's going to sit on it. It's way under. Uh, so it's a 17 to nothing. Look for the Broncos. They scored 10 meaningless points in the fourth quarter, but to help us cover 17-10. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, double-digit dog in the division. Give me the Broncos plus 10. They're not. They're 10 and 1 to the under. Give me the under. Oh, let's go. Remember, it's not the house's money. It's your money. Uh, Carolina, analytics team, out of control, going against a very organized Pete Carroll. Can't trust Carroll with points, but I'm going to do it this time because of the analytics team. 
Steve Wilkes is a defensive guy. Two defensive guys going against each other. Even though both defenses have been horrible, styles make fights, right? Just because of their philosophy is going to keep this game under, but I'm still going to buy the point, get it to the key number of 45. So I like Seattle, minus three, right? Under 45. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, no, I like Seattle here. Um, Seattle's been a really solid team. They're going to be, a, you know, they're looking like a playoff team. They're looking like a team that can, you know, is going to be playing here late in the season. I mean, against a team ownership group and the, all the turmoil the Panthers have, have faced this year. I like the Seahawks at home in the spot for sure. And, um, man, I I don't see Carolina score many points here. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I, I think this one will stay stay under the, the 44. Give me the half point, the 44 and a half. Nice, I think, nice. I think uh, you know, Carroll will maybe get back to a little bit of his old roots of just running the, the credit out of the ball and getting out of there with a touchdown win. Absolutely. And saving his defense's legs uh, for the playoff push. 49ers looking good. Aim four, John Lynch. The defense is uh, Miko Ryan's, the fake defensive coordinator. If you know John Lynch is doing all the coaching there, designing the defense in meetings during the week. And now I even see him on the sidelines. <laughs> How much closer to the action you can oh get? Gosh, that, that total is only 37, Josh. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But Tampa Bay has been under team. What, what's Tampa Bay's uh, record to the under? Uh, I don't know, but I'm sure it's really good. Let me see if I can find yeah, it real yeah. quick. Yeah, it seems like I bet Tampa Bay the under every week and I win. Looks like Tampa Bay's 10 and 2 to the under. Jeez. It makes her pick for us. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> style, it, it's, that's that Todd Bull style. Uh, he has Vieta Vea. Uh, yeah, all those guys Vieta Vea, Devante. Devante uh, David. Uh, Carlton Davis, the defensive back, all good players, good scheme, that zone blitz, that beat the, the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and Brady. Brady has a bad offensive line, like we said yesterday on the podcast, three-step drop. He's not doing much. You know what I mean? So three-step drop, bad offensive line against the – Against the lights out San Francisco 49er defense. Not much points being scored. And I don't think Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, they're in a bad division. They're in first place. They know they just have to win their division games and home games. So going across the country, uh, I'm sure they're not going to bring all their players. If Vita Vea plays 50 snaps in a home game, in a road game, he's going to play 20 snaps. Right, you're not gonna take your 
you know, 3,000 miles, take your primo defensive tackle. It helps you play your defense now. You're not going to play him more than 20 snaps. You're going to keep him, you know, fresh, ready to go in football shape, but you're not going to uh, overtax him too much with a stiff San Francisco running game. That's why I like San Francisco minus the three under 37. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, Tampa Bay's, they came back and got the win, I know, but they're just, they're struggling to on offense. You know, they're on a short week here, played on Monday night. Had to, right. come, had to travel all the way across the country in a short week. I really like San Francisco at home here, minus the three, and this one stay under under the 37. Right on. Loving that one. Make sure I have that bet uh, right after the podcast. All of these I'm betting right after the podcast, except for the ones that I think they're balloon lines that I talked about that we'll do on the Sunday live stream. Last game, New England Patriots traveling across the country to play the Arizona. Oh, no, we got Monday. the uh, Dolphins, the Sunday night game, Josh. Dolphins, Chargers. Oh, okay. Uh, Dolphins are a three-point favorite at in L.A. Totals 51 and a half. Tell me about that game. What are your thoughts? Um, man, the uh, Dolphins kind of have been looking really good this year, and they, they kind of got stumped last week. Man, you know, the Chargers do kind of have a cheap ownership here with it. With it, the owner doesn't really pay for backups. We're getting to that point of the year. Right. Um, you know, I, I think this game is going to be kind of a shootout style game. I think Miami wins it right. like Miami minus two and a half. I think it goes over 51. Same here. Uh, they're seeing at UCLA right now, the UCLA dorms, cheap owner. There's a what? You're staying at the UCLA dorms, Westwood. Oh, that's where Miami's at. Yeah, that's where Miami's at right now this week. Because they played in San Francisco last week. They're chopping at the bit. I think the Chargers are like last year depleted, running out of players. Uh, and Miami just has more um, more players and just more of a culture, more energy right now than the Chargers have. We just have poor Justin Herbert. If he, ever, if he ever wants to win and get a Super Bowl, he needs to get out of that uh, Greek mafia-run organization that is your Los Angeles Chargers. Being berated by St. Kroenke because they're not selling enough tickets. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be interested in the attendance for that game because Dolphins fans, they stay in Miami, right? They don't travel like the East Coast cold cities. <laughs> Chargers fans, they travel from all over the country. But there's only so many of them. The, the attendance there is going to be interesting. So give me Miami minus the three over 51 in total agreement with Chad. In the Monday night game, uh, Bella cheat under 500 record without Brady. He has no offensive coordinator going against Arizona. Uh, even though Clingsbury has been mediocre, uh, Belichick has not been able to be a running quarterback. Justin Fields beat him on Monday night at home. I don't know what kind of adjustments he wants to make. I like home dogs on Monday night are 80%. So home dogs on Monday night are 80%. So give me the home dog 
Arizona Cardinals money line uh, plus the two. In a desperate situation, they want to be nine and eight and get a miracle run to the playoffs. They have to win all the rest of their game. So hype game, Monday night football, JJ Watt showing up. Home dog on Monday nights, 80%. Give me, I'm going to place three bets. I'm going to place Arizona money line plus a two just to cover my ass because they're a loser team. And I think it's going to be over 44 points because as we saw in Minnesota and Thanksgiving, Belichie is going to try to score some points, try to get in some sort of shootout on the road, which is a mistake when he's the offensive coordinator. Yep. I'm in a hundred percent agreements, man. Give me the home dog on Monday night. Um, I think Arizona, like you said, the, the Super Bowl's in Arizona this year. Uh, miracle run time for them. I think they'll get the calls. And, yeah, um, I was on the over. I was hoping you were on the over here, too. But, yeah, you're in a controlled environment here. Um, you know, I think both teams will be able to score and get this one over over 45, the average score of an NFL game. I think they can get this one over that. So I'm, I'm exactly. with you. Exactly. Exactly. All right, man. Final thoughts. Very exciting. We're at 62%. We want to get into the 70% where the top handicappers are at. And we're close to that. But we're at the point where we can make a living betting in Las Vegas. What are your final thoughts, Chad? Man, I'm just uh, yeah excited to see what Scott's picks are and kind of, um, you know, I'm sure maybe one or two things will get tweaked on here by, by come Sunday. But yeah, man, I like what we got going here. I um, think we got a lot of good picks, a little bit of diversity, a little bit of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know. Um, exactly. which is good. It's always good when uh, there's a little discrepancies or people are going the other way. It keeps you honest, keeps you thinking clearly. Make sure you're not just following the crowd and being a follower. Exactly, exactly. You know? So uh, I like it. It's good stuff. Yes. Uh, following the crowd is a sure sign of mediocrity. So in the first time somebody is full of shit is when they agree with you all the time. I laugh at your jokes 24-7. <laughs> That's when you know somebody's full of shit. So <laughs> we're not full of shit on this podcast. Everything is transparent. But we know that in business, if you give one, you get 10 back. So it's not religion or philanthropy. You don't have to believe me. You don't have to give uh, Action Sports $1,000. Hawthorne Fit Podcast. We give you a lot of in-depth, a lot of uh, philosophy here. We give you exactly what we're going to do, actionable information. So you can put money in your pocket for Christmas gifts, right? Because in business, you give one, you get them back. Not philanthropy or religion. So that's why Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the EFCC podcast network. We've got a network all over the country. That's why this one cost us eight hundred dollars, and that cost two hundred. And I don't know what that cost. I'm just shitting the work. That's why I'm working the two.